Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dream Pod. I'm Josh. And I am Zach. And today we have The Manhunt Part 2. So this is actually, uh, this introduction was put in uh, after we recorded the main part of the episode because we had one long episode and we split into two. So part one was Zach's dream. That was last week. So if you have not listened to that, that is Manhunt Part 1. If you have not listened to that, make sure you go give that a listen. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, Zach had a crazy dream. It was awesome. And, uh, well, this episode, part two, is going to be my dream. Uh, it's Manhunt Part 2. Uh, real quick, though, before we start, I want to give a quick thanks. Well, we want to give a quick thanks. Right. <laughs> to everybody listening, we have listeners all across the world, apparently. Uh, well, the U.S., the United States, of course. We, we have them in uh, Russia. We have listeners in Russia, United Kingdom, Germany, Australia, and Mexico. So thanks to That's everyone. That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. I can't, I mean... This is our third episode. Is that two ep- two episodes in, and we've got six different countries there. That's that's great. So if you guys are listening uh, from outside the United States, we just want to get and in the United and States. in the United States, everybody, but especially outside the United States, we want to say thank you very much. Um, and then of course to everyone, uh, if you haven't already, make sure you tell your friends uh, or family about the podcast if you uh, right. if you actually enjoy it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to obviously if you think it's crap, but <laughs> if you like it, sure, go ahead and tell your friends and family. Uh, that help us out so much. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay. So the thing about my dream is the story itself. I would say isn't quite as interesting or exciting as yours, to be totally honest. But the interesting part is that it's actually two separate dreams that tell one story. You mean like two dreams within two separate nights? Yeah, so basically I had one dream, and then two nights later I had a dream, and the second dream was a perfect prequel to the first dream I had. Well, So, yeah, <laughs> like it lines up absolutely perfectly. So do you think I should tell the first dream... Like, the first dream I had, and then go back and tell the prequel, or tell it, like, one story from start to finish? I think you should tell the prequel first to give us, like, a good setup for the the meat of the dream, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Alright, so, the beginning of the second dream is... The prequel, uh, The right? prequel, yes, this is the prequel. So, beginning okay. of the story, the second dream, I'm in a lake, and um, I'm swimming around and whatever... Um, I don't really have a good sense of how big the lake is or what's around it, except that the beach is dirt. So it's plain dirt beach with like tall, really tall pine trees kind of spread about. So it's kind of like a forest, but not very thick with vegetation at all. All right, so I'm swimming around and I'm about to go back to shore, which is only a few feet away, but then I have this vision that's triggered. And the vision I have is four teenagers. Uh, going into the water, they're all like side by side. The same water? That the in? lake that I'm in, yeah. So okay. it's a vision, and now it's nighttime in my vision. And it's like a memory that's triggered. And there's four teenagers walking into the water. And there's just like some moon moonlight shining off the water, other than that, pitch black. Okay. And then this hooded figure comes from behind a tree and starts walking behind them. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's holding a large knife, like oh. a machete. Yeah. And I don't actually picture him killing them. But in my mind, I just know he he just sliced them all from behind. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, just, he smoked them. Right. So he just he just got a quadra kill, and they're <laughs> they're, all, they're all toast, you know. Right. Uh, so then, so I'm back to present present time, and I'm like, oh crap! Like I need to get out of here. Right. Like I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but I remember being very worried that my mom is gonna be mad at me if she finds out that I was in this lake where someone else was just killed like a few days ago. Yeah. 
So I'm like, oh, I got to get back to my mom right away. So I, I'm gathering my things. And I, I just remember having my sandals, my phone, and a book. And, and a towel, of course. So I, I grab my stuff, and I start running away. I'm go, going to wherever my parents are. I don't know where that is, but I just know I need to get to my mom. But then I remember, I realize I left my book behind. Your book? <laughs> I left my book. It's I don't even book. read books. Why would I have a book Dude, with it's me? It's just a book. You don't need to go back for it. I, and I think, man, if I turn around and go back for this thing, like I'm toast. Yeah, yeah. I'm literally the stupid character in a horror movie. Yeah, you right can now. buy another book. I can buy another book, but no, no. I know there's a killer on the loose, but I'm just gonna go back for the book. I'm just gonna grab it real quick. Be a good book. And absolutely nothing happens. I get the book; it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, you just <laughs> I just get the yeah. I go back, walk back. I remember I pick up the book and turn and look around. I'm like, oh, uh, sweet, that's nice. There's no one here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just me and my book. <laughs> and then I and then I was back on my way. Okay. All right. So then the dream takes a transition here, and now I'm in the car with my cousins. Uh, there's three cousins of mine that are all very close in age, and uh, we're good friends. So we're hanging out driving. I'm actually the one driving. Except all of a sudden, one of my cousins is in a Camaro next to me. And for some reason, I remember I'm trying to get him to, like, race, like street race. But he's very insistent on going the speed limit, which is unusual for him, actually, in real life. But anyways, he, he just it's like, no, dude, I can't get caught here. Like, I can't get in trouble. So I start speeding a little bit. And I'm going, like, I think I'm going, like, 35 in a 30 zone. And then okay. and I'm coming up this hill, like, kind of going into a tunnel underneath an expressway. Yeah. And there's a white Chevy Suburban uh, with, like, the, the front, like, bumper, like... The Undercover cop, man. Well, it looks more like, like a like a fire chief's truck. Okay. Like, the white ones, like... Oh, with the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, it looks like just, like, a fireman's, you know, car or whatever. So I'm driving past it, like, barely even speeding. And it's facing towards me, too. It's on the side of the road at the top of this hill, like, kind of in, in this tunnel, sort of. And I'm like, oh, there's no way, like, you know, I'm not going to get pulled over for this. right. I drive past it, and then sure enough, I look at my rear view mirror, and it pulls out, turns around behind me, and it is a cop car, right? So it pulls me, <laughs> and he's, he's pulling me over. So I'm like, oh, what the heck? I was only going five over. Well, as I'm trying to get over to the side of the road, there's like this, this on-ramp next to me. So I'm trying to like squeeze right in between the on-ramp and the actual expressway. So I'm going really, really slow, and I come to a stop. And <laughs> the police officer rear-ends me. Oh, like, no. barely rear-ends me. But I look at his face in the rearview mirror, and he does not care at all. He's <laughs> straight face. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't give a crap about I got about a bumper my on my car. So I, I'm pissed. I'm <laughs> like, what the heck did he just do that for? And, uh, well, then he comes up to the window of the car. And before he starts talking, I look in the rearview mirror and notice there are now bodies Whoa. laid out on tarp in the middle of the road. Like, like they were just killed or something. Like they just appeared out of nowhere. No, like they're like, and there's a team of police like surrounding them. And like an investigation. A, there's an there's a full like investigative team like just on the street where I just drove past, like on the road, like I was just on. They just appeared out of absolutely nowhere, and then the police officer is like, "Hey, uh, you know, I I need to pull you over to check if any of you in here are the third victim. Uh, there's two bodies on the street on tarp. The third victim." And he asks if any of us are the third victim, like like we were just killed by a serial killer. But you're all alive. Exactly. It, it didn't make any sense. And I remember thinking that, like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would he ask us that? Like, yeah. What? And he said, yeah, there's a serial killer on the loose. And, you know, I'm really sorry, guys. But uh, even though none of you are the other victim, we're still going to have to take you back to the station. It's just precaution. precautionary it's measures. Precaution. <laughs> it's a precautionary measure. Okay. You, you drove down this road. we got to take you to the station. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, we arrive at the station, except we don't arrive at the station. Now I'm just alone. And I walk into what is supposedly the police station, but it's actually just a dining area of a restaurant. Just like a good old restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and like at it's like a dining area, but then at one side of the room, there's a door to some office spaces where that's the police station. But, okay. But in this room, there's a whole bunch of random people. Just dressed, eating. Dressed normally. Not criminals, not police officers. They're eating at tables. And it's two people at every table, except one table is loaded with... Other extended family members, not the cousins I was just with, and not my immediate family, but we're all excited to see each other. So I walk up to this table. There's like eight of us. We're all having a time, whatever. And every other single, every other table, there's just two people, one on each side of it. Yeah. And then, and then my dad appears out of nowhere. He's at the table, even though he wasn't there when I arrived. And well, he's telling a story or a joke or something, and he starts talking kind of loud. Like, <laughs> that's a not, classic dad move. Not like he's not really talking that loud or yelling. It's just everyone else is kind of quiet and reserved and classy, and our table just loaded with people. So my dad's just talking louder, you know, to tell a story or joke or whatever. And then I notice there's these two old ladies, and they start staring at us. I'm like, oh man, that's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. And then everybody else in the room turns their head to start staring at us. And you're like, dad. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> my dad's talking loud. Like, hey, dad, like, chill out, man. He's like, oh, no, I got fin- to finish this. Like, this is good. And everyone's, like, really staring at us now. They're, like, pissed off and whatever. Right. So I finally get my dad to settle down, and, and I just feel very uncomfortable and self-conscious. Well, then the police officer comes out of his office, and he's like, all right, you need to come with me. And it's just me, no one else. So then I'm walking with them, and I kind of go down this weird, like, metal hallway, like, off the side of the dining room. And I remember the two officers talking. Except they're not really talking. They're more arguing, actually. So there's these two agents or detectives or whatever. And I actually remember a very specific quote that one quite aggressively says to the other. And that is, but we are past the typical time frame of when we should have been halfway done with catching (laughs) the unsub by now. So what they're like arguing about uh, suspects, I think. Yeah. Like who is a good suspect, I guess. And the phrase unsub is something I heard in Criminal Minds. They say that a lot. It's for unidentified subject. That's what they call serial killers they're trying to figure out. I don't know if real law enforcement uses that. But anyways, yeah, I remember that quote. So then we walk down this hallway and come into a room. There's a whole bunch of, like, monitors where they're reviewing, like, like, footage or evidence or something. And the dream ends. So that is the second dream. That is the prequel. Okay. So, again, not a lot happened, but it sets up perfectly for the first dream I had. So, the beginning of the first dream is I'm in a car, and I'm with three other uh, police officers or agents. Uh, we're wearing, like, like FBI suits type type deal, you know, not like any SWAT gear Men or anything. black or something. Yeah, like that kind of outfit, right? And we're going to find the serial killer. We're going to, like, raid where he's at. Oh, you guys figured out where he was. Yeah, we're going to we're going to arrest this guy or take him out or whatever. Right. So we pull up, and it's, like, this, this strip mall kind of thing where there's a whole bunch of, like, storefronts or buildings all, like, connected to each other. And the other three just rush into this one door of a building where they think they're at, or where they think the serial killer is at. And I see him run in there. I'm like, well, all these buildings are connected. Do yeah. you think the serial killer is going to be smart about this and just, just run out the other just, side? <laughs> yeah, just run out a different building, right? Yeah. So I go, I remember exactly four doors down is where I go. And when I get there, I notice the doors, There's it's a double door and it's swung open and there's light coming out of it. Everything else is dark. It's nighttime. I should have clarified that. It's nighttime, so there's nothing going on. 
but there's lights on this one door is open and i realized oh he was just here like this guy just ran out of here he just ran i just i just missed him and i was smart about it too and i still missed him right so the other three agents come from behind me like they had come back down the street from behind me to where i am and they're like what did you get him i'm like no and they're pissed at me (laughs) they're like they're mad at me for not catching the guy even though i was the one that actually knew like i figured out his plan and and they're still mad at me right so so then uh this one guy that's there is pretty much exactly a character from Criminal Minds. He's the the black bald dude, and uh, and his car is just sitting next to us for some reason, but not the car we drove there. And he's like, "All right, I got something for you." And he opens up his trunk and he's got an arsenal of guns, except they're Nerf guns. They're plastic yellow blue guns, and there's <laughs> Nerf dart. It's like a it's a big mess. Big pile. Of- <laughs> yeah, it's a big pile of Nerf guns and darts. And I remember picking up a drum mag for the uh, N-Strike Raider. It had the side-feeding right. drum mag. Yeah, that thing's awesome. But I can't get the darts in there. I'm, like, trying to push these Nerf darts into the mag. I'm getting super pissed about it. And he's like, oh, here, let me let me do it for you. And he can't do it either. I'm like, man, this guy, this guy does not take care of his Nerf guns. Right. And then I just remember at this moment, I'm just thinking, wow, the Nerf gun or the Nerf battle I'm about to have at my friend's house is going to be dope. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, what? Just, I'm just thinking about how oh, this nerf battle in this my friend's basement. Like, this is gonna be awesome. I'm picturing myself like sliding under barriers. All right, like, oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. You just went from okay, we're in a car <laughs> with some detectives. We're gonna we're gonna get this serial killer. This is serious business. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was serious. We we just missed him. Yeah. Right. One of the detectives has nerf guns. And, yeah, he's ready for a Nerf war, man. And you're gearing up for a Nerf war. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm picturing myself, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sliding through stuff. I'm going to be shooting people. Like, this is going to be sweet. Right. <laughs> and and that, that's that's kind of that part. And then it transitions to, now we're suddenly inside of a different building. Only now, it's a whole police force. I'm thinking, like, there's, like, 30, like, normal police officers. And inside this building, it's completely dark. But there's lots of hallways and like side rooms and whatever. And now we're there trying to find the serial killer. Okay, so it's a new spot. Yeah, and we've all got guns, and all of our guns have lights on them. And I remember me specifically, I'm holding a mini um, M4 rifle. It's got no stock. The barrel's really short, but it has a flashlight on. So the only thing we can see is where our flashlights are shined on. So we're going down these hallways. We're checking rooms. It's like it's it's dangerous, right? Going down the hallway is a bad thing when you're checking down an armed man. Right. Um. But then suddenly, I'm hiding inside of a closet I don't know why I don't know where in this building the closet is but I'm suddenly inside a closet in this building and I'm hiding okay and I just have this feeling someone's looking for me and all the police officers are just I don't know where they went but they're gone <laughs> they're gone and then somehow the lights inside the room turn on so I'm peeking through like a crack in, in the two doors of the closet and these uh, four people walk in uh, and I can see them I don't want to describe them yet because I'll, I'll get to that in a second here but I know they're looking for me like they're out to kill me there's a group of them remember not just one serial killer so then one of them comes up and he he's ready to open the door to the closet and I have my gun ready and he opens the door and the other three are behind him so I draw my gun and I just quickly like shoot him each once so I'm like bam 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 like all of them just really quick okay only suddenly in this moment I am now playing airsoft and I shot them with my airsoft gun. For anyone who does not know what airsoft is, it's basically like paintball, but with plastic BBs. Right. So it's a game. You know, I shoot them all. Now they're all out of the game. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see one more hiding behind a dresser. No, he's no. Got, <laughs> he's got his gun pointed at me. And I'm like, 
as soon as he my turn shoot it was like insane like but I miss and he starts spraying at me but three of his BBs hit off the side of my gun I'm still in the game but then he does actually shoot me but I shoot him back so I should have been out of the game but what I did was I just pretended like all of them hit my gun so basically I cheated and this kid's like no what I just shot you in the chest like you're out I'm like no kid no you're you're out of here you don't know what I'm talking about yeah so basically I uh cheated in an airsoft game against a bunch of 13 14 year olds that's a good little that's a good little segment I guess <laughs> yeah yeah right right so now back to the serial killer right yeah yeah now you teleport yeah. back yeah we got serial killer nerf serial killer airsoft back to the serial killer are you killer. back in the hallway and I'm back in the hallway and now there's a whole police force back behind me again and I'm back with my real wow. my very real gun and uh and then there's I don't know I didn't really see it I just kind of had this sense of there's a room down the hall and I can hear voices coming out of it but it's, it's a bigger room than all the other ones and I hear a female voice and I know there's two people in the room I don't know how or why it's just a dream thing you know yeah. I know there's two people in the room and I heard a female voice and those two are now the killers okay so now suddenly there's two there's two serial killers and I know that for a fact all right and they're in this back room so I, I kind of lead the charge here me and the police officers are all rushing towards this room you know, we breach in, and it's all really dark and everything else, and now it's silent. And we're looking around with our flashlights, and we don't see anything. But the room is set up really odd. Like, it's not that big of a room, but there's these weird, like, intersecting walls and, like, mini hallways contained completely within the room. Like zigzags or something like that? Yeah, like, the geometry does not make any sense for an actual room. Like, it's very confusing how this one small room has so many different places you can walk. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. But basically, we're looking through this room. And we can't find him, can't find him, you know, we got our flashlights on, whatever. Still, it's very dark. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I realize there's one spot left that she can be hiding. Now I've only got the female voice on my mind. I don't even remember that there's two people. Right. I'm like, oh, there's one spot left she can be. And it's it's like right in this weird, again, mini hallway, but contained inside the room. It's really weird. But so now I'm like coming up next to it. Like, oh, she's right around this corner. And I picture her there holding her gun aiming right at where I'm about to step so I play like this this thing in my mind if anyone's seen the movie Sherlock Holmes you'll know what I'm talking about he kind of does this thing in his head where he imagines everything that he's going to do in this fight and kind of predicts the outcome before he does it right so he can approach it in a different way or something and that's exactly yes that's exactly what I do I I realize that if I come at if I come at her from around this corner I'm gonna get iced man she's gonna she's gonna pop me right you know yeah right in the face man so then I kind of teleport <laughs> To the other side of this weird self-contained hallway. So then I uh, I come around the corner, pull my flashlight. There's nothing there. That's it. There's nothing there. I'm like, what the frick? Like, that was it. That was supposed to be the moment. I was gonna be the hero. Yeah. Second, you screwed up twice. Now the yeah. second time I didn't screw up. I was the, I was the one that got the closest out of anybody. You screwed up twice. It's so close twice. I had this serial killer right in my hand, and, it, and then they're not there. Yeah. And then I notice. There's a trap door, like like a Minecraft trap door, but like in the wall, like it flips, like a doggy door, like not even big enough for a human to go out of, but I'm like, oh, they went out the doggy door, like they went out the trap door, that's how they get out, and then all of a sudden, all the lights turn on, and all the police officers are like, oh, wow, you really let them get away this time, didn't you? And they're pissed at me again. Yeah, they should be. The whole police force. <laughs> and again, what is it with like, in this moment, it's like someone like realizes that we failed, and then they're like, oh, crap, and then they just turn the lights on, like... Why didn't we turn on the lights on before? They didn't. They didn't want you. They didn't want the serial killer to know that you were coming. But it was one room. We all had flashlights. 
you know what? <laughs> oh, and by the way, that is the end of the dream. That's it. That is it. Yes. Twice. I let the serial killer slip through my hands. And the second time, it's in this weird matrix room. I don't even know. It, it was... God. So you just... Now they're, they're, at, they're still at large. They're still at large in your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might show up in another dream, dude. I, there better be there better be a trilogy to this dream, man. I I better have another dream where this this gets a conclusion, because <laughs> I was very disappointed in this. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's. But again, the very interesting part. Still, don't forget that was two separate dreams, and the prequel came second. And I, I was like very tripped out by that. I mean, I thought that was crazy. Yeah. So you had this dream. The one that you just told. Right, so it starts off with, we're in the car, we arrive at the like the, the house, whatever, or the strip mall, and then it ends where I just left off. Yeah. And that was the first dream. And you were probably going to bed that night, or the next night, thinking... It was actually two nights after. Oh, two nights, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a night in between. Might you dreams. have had that dream on your mind when you were going to bed? Uh, it's it's possible. You're just kind of I thinking mean, about, it, man, that was a cool dream. It was a pretty cool dream. Uh, I, the story, again... It's it's not that probably that interesting the story as a whole, but the fact that so many parts of it were so vivid was is what was mostly interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then two nights later, I have this this second dream that just is a perfect prequel. Um, which yeah, I thought that was very interesting. That is very interesting. And it also kind of goes hand in hand with your dream quite a bit with the whole serial killer, police chase, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I noticed. And we had our didn't we have our dreams that like pretty much. In a very Similar time periods. Yeah, like maybe a few days apart we had these dreams. Yeah, like, I mean, there was the serial killer in my dream, and I ended up being chased by the police. That's right. Because they thought I was the You were with the serial killer, but not with the serial killer. I wasn't like, they just thought I was him. Exactly, right. Um, <laughs> But I ended up getting smoked. Maybe, maybe you and the serial killer are the people I was after in my dream. That could be. It, it's possible. You never caught me. No, they didn't. And we don't, I mean, you know, we assume you froze to death in that lake, but we don't know. They don't, you don't even know I'm in the lake. <laughs> I, I beat that thermal vision from that helicopter. They don't even yeah, know I'm in the lake. That's man. right. But that's I right. got smoked. <laughs> no, I'm saying we don't know for sure that you even died in your dream. Oh, right. Maybe some, I mean, maybe you just went unconscious. Maybe the serial killer came back and she saved rescued me, you. And now I'm his, I'm his like, that's right. Henchman, dude. That's right. Although it wasn't really that person, it was more of a creepy, you know, I'm getting freaked out thinking about it. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Josh and Zach here again uh, with a quick message at the end of the episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, real quick, uh, we actually have something to ask of you guys, so Zach, why don't you go ahead? So, if you guys have any crazy dreams, um, we'd actually like you to put them in the comments if this is on YouTube video, um, or leave us a voice message on Anchor. Um, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, you can leave a review um, with a with a cool dream in it or whatever. So we just kind of want to connect with our listeners a little bit more. So if you have any cool dreams, um, leave them in the comments or whatever, and uh, we'll we'll talk about them on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, also, you can DM us on Instagram. Our Instagram is the Dream Pod. T H E D R E A M P O D. Yeah. Uh, just like that, not the Dream Podcast. It is the Dream Pod. Uh, so if you find us on Instagram, give us a follow. Send us a DM with any crazy, weird dreams you have. We have a logo that is just TDP. That's right. That TDP. is us. The TDP. Same, the same you saw on Anchor and Spotify and everything right. else. Right, in the Cool Beans font. That's right. <laughs> that is the font we use, Cool Beans. Um, so yeah, if uh, if you see that one, just give it a follow. Um, and also, real quick, 
we'd like to mention that uh, we post two episodes within two weeks, um, so that you know one episode per week. We're not going. Ba- we're going back to what we normally do, which is one episode every two weeks. So yeah. So basically, just since this episode was so long, we split it into two parts. We yeah. wanted to just do it back to back. So so far, we've done three episodes in a row each week. But uh, you know, we got we're going to be going back to school and stuff and studying and whatnot. So one episode every two weeks. That's right. And uh, yeah, that that's it. So thank you very much. As always, dream on. Mm-hmm.